Welcome to my new podcast, Navigation and Discovery with Cameron Singh, where I bring on people on the podcast to share their stories and life lessons learned uh, with their journey of life, of going through navigation and discovery. Um, you are in store for a great first interview with Eric Kietla. Uh, Eric is a very great longtime mentor of mine. Um, we've known each other for a, over a decade, and uh, Eric Kietla has been an aviation professional and executive leader in the aviation industry uh, for several years. And um, really, I, Eric and I crossed paths day one when I started within the aviation industry and um, got to know him very well on day one and uh, still in touch throughout the last decade and he's really helped me along my journey provided me guidance and some I took and some I didn't and so uh, in this podcast actually we we do talk about that and um, really I can really call him a true friend and the purpose of this podcast is to really provide an opportunity for not only just reflections for our mentor-mentee relationship but also share um have Eric share his life lessons through his journey and also how uh, you listening can find mentorship and not only mentorship but multiple mentors that can help you along your journey of navigation and discovery not only for professional support but also personal support so I really hope you enjoy this first podcast with Eric and I hope this adds value in to, to your life in wherever you're at in navigating and discovering through really the journey we call life. Um, before we go into the podcast, just wanted to do a plug for my book coming up, Navigation and Discovery. You can find more information, CameronSing.com. Again, CameronSing.com. You can find more information about the book there. So let's go now to my interview with Eric Kietla. Well, welcome to the first episode of this podcast called Navigation and Discovery. And it's really based on my upcoming book, Navigation and Discovery, uh, which is coming out in early March. So be sure to get your copy today. Um, our first special guest on this podcast is a very dear mentor of mine and a good friend. His name is Eric Kietla. Eric Kietla, thank you for uh, being the first interview on this podcast. Yeah, my pleasure, Cameron. Appreciate the opportunity to join you. This is exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. I've been really looking forward to to this podcast because you really, we've really known each other for I don't even know how many years, over a decade now. And um, let's start off by how how did we how did we meet? Well, I'll just have to start by saying that when we met, and I, I recollect it was about fifteen years ago, and it was in the lobby of Signature Flight Support in San Francisco, and never envision that we are at the at this point in our relationship where we're talking about uh you're writing a book and my first time on a podcast and just talking about uh you know personal professional discovery so i'm excited about that but to the best of my recollection we met in san francisco there was a, a position that you're applying for it was frontline it was a customer service representative and i was the general manager and uh what I, I recall, even though it's been many years ago, was your enthusiasm for the position and your willingness to learn and the fact that you were a student and you wanted to make 
aviation your profession and you had that interest and desire to apply what you're learning to school in the real world. Yeah, thank you, Eric. It's been such a an awesome journey uh, being mentored by you over the years. And, um, you know, you, you've been a great mentor and friend for, I think, over 15 years now. Um, you know, but uh, more so, tell us about your story a little bit. You know, you've been a, an executive leader for several years now in the aviation industry. Uh, tell us a little bit how you got to where, where you are today, because I know you have a, a very awesome uh, career journey and a story to tell. Well, mine wasn't a planned journey. It was one that was more out of necessity. I was a student at San Francisco State. Uh, I got a job at the airport like many others did because I knew a friend who was working there as well. And he put in a good word for me and I started working in a frontline position for a small commuter airlines. And I happened to get my fuel truck filled at a company called Butler Aviation at the time. And it worked out well. It was uh, five nights a week, uh, four hours a night, throwing uh, mail on a Falcon 20, an older, really old business jet. And what I learned throughout my years within the company is that I really enjoyed the people that I was in, I was working with, the industry that I was in. It was somewhat exciting, but I never felt that it was my purpose. It was my journey. It was only until I graduated from college, I took a night law school program, recognizing that I wanted to practice law, or at least I thought I did at the time. And ultimately, when I passed the California State Bar and started practicing, it wasn't my calling, it wasn't what I enjoyed. I enjoyed that progression through the business aviation world from frontline employee to up through supervisor at the time. And uh, I found myself just gravitating more back to the airport when I would go to the law firm and uh, we would talk about what was new uh, over lunch. It was always conversation about the airport, not about what was happening in the firm. And I recognized that that was my calling. That's what I wanted to do. So um, having been born and raised in the San Francisco Bay area and none of my family ever having moved away, I was the first person to do so. And I moved to Washington DC to accept a position uh, as an operations manager at DCA, which was the, the busiest uh, business aviator FBO in the country at the time. And I loved it. It was great. I haven't looked back and I've progressed since. Mm, that's a, that's an awesome story, Eric. And, you know, I've been so thankful that you've, you've mentored me for over 15 years now, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very appreciative of our, our relationship, Eric. And, you know, what was it in you that why did you choose to mentor and why do you mentor? Why do you, why do you, why did you take the extra effort to, to mentor? Well, I, it was more just organic. It wasn't purposeful. I mean, I never set out the goal of saying this is somebody who I would like to, to show the way it was a, it was really a friendship. And I think what I saw in you were the characteristics that I felt that I had in myself, which was a real desire to grow and that you were on an accelerated path to do so. You had a real desire to, to learn and for somebody to just point you a direction in a direction, but not tell you the, the all this particular steps and that you would figure it out. Um, I could say here today, after more than 30 years in the industry that you alone stand out in terms just for a, a desire for growth, a thirst for knowledge. I haven't seen it in anybody else.
it was never purposeful for me to say that I sought to mentor you. If I recollect correctly, it was more of you asking questions and desire to grow and more of just a, a friendship and me saying, well, this was my experience. And from looking back at my experience and where you are today, this is where I would suggest that you go. Mm. And as I've shared with you many times in the past, Cameron, you've had a desire to grow more than anybody else that I've ever met in my 30 years in the industry. And just taking that, um, that bit of information that uh, I may have shared and I see it manifested in you weeks, if not months later, because it would be points in times we wouldn't see each other. And it was always, always gratifying for me to see how you had taken some advice and maybe not some others, but you were able to, to find your way. Yeah. And um, so what advice would you have for young professionals, students and emerging leaders uh, based upon what you have learned on your journey? If I could sum it up as simply as do what you enjoy, because mine was a journey of higher education where I became an attorney and I don't regret that. But I realized that when it's, I was practicing, I didn't enjoy it. And I had the benefit of measuring it against my experience in the business aviation world, which was relationship building. And at least in the, in the area of the legal profession that I was in, it was more adversarial. And there was a stark contrast. But my takeaway was do what you enjoy, excel at it, distinguish yourself when you're doing it. And when you're good at it and you're showing yourself as being a little different, maybe innovative or a greater desire to grow, ideally success will follow, which can be measured in terms of elevated responsibility or a financial compensation. So it's really life is a is a journey and it could be a short one. It may not appear to be short when one's starting out in the profession, but as I have the opportunity to now look back over the years, it could go by relatively quickly. And you're going to spend more time at work by and large than you do with friends or family. So make sure that it's something that you really enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. uh, there was something you touched on earlier, Eric, that I wanted to touch on is, um, you know, there were times when you provided me uh, counsel and there would be times when I would listen and then there'll be times when I didn't. And I think this is very important uh, for those listening in is, um, you, you know, just like you said, find your own way. Could you could you kind of expand on this a little bit? Um, I think it's, it's, it's a, an interesting topic to touch on. Well, I can remember a specific point in time where I provided counsel and uh, you rejected it or didn't reject it, maybe it's better said, you didn't accept it at the time. And yeah. I recollect being somewhat offended by it. In retrospect, however, that was right for you. And one of the things I really appreciate about our relationship is that ability to have the candid conversation. And I think that is also important in, you know, a, a relationship. And I don't even like to call it mentor-mentee because I, as I shared, have learned much from you. It cuts both ways, but it's having that very open, candid dialogue. Um, I think it's most effective when one is able to say truly how they think and feel, and another may say, I reject it in whole or in part, and both parties are okay with that. Mm -hmm. And that, that was been my learning, where 
I suggest that you not take one position over another and you yeah. took the other after you first saying you're going to take the first, but in any event, here we are and maybe 10 years in retrospect. And I will have to say you were right. Maybe I was relying on just my experience and just my approach and feeling that there was sort of one way. And part of my learning is that your way was, was more effective when you look back at over the you know, time as the ultimate um, arbiter or judge of whether something is good or not. And the benefit of time showed that you were right and I wasn't at the time. So, you know, having open dialogue is really key. And that is the benefit of that, of this type of relationship by hearing various points of view. And I would suggest that one, somebody don't, doesn't have just one person that they're speaking to, but a multitude, and then use your values, your judgment, your faith to determine what is best for you as an individual. Mm, that's, that's really good because I think that's, that's what, I think I struggled early on is I sought mentorship from those inside the company I was working for at the time, outside of the company. Um, you know, the former CEO of, of our company is a very good uh, friend of mine. And it's it's so challenging to you. Who do you listen to? Who do you not listen to? But then I think you help you take those viewpoints and then find your own own path. That's true. And I also think that there's a something I've picked up over the years is that you observe people and learn what not to do mm -hmm. because you see traits in them that you maybe being in a certain position, the company recognize that are ineffective, not just towards you, but towards your peer group mm -hmm. and say, that's not something that I will do. Should I be in such position in the future? Mm -hmm. um, and in your career journey so so far, Eric, where, where you're at today, would you have done anything differently? You know, that's, that's a hard question for me because I've reflected a little bit about that in the past. And I'd say no. Hmm. Um, I've had various opportunities present themselves and while tempting at the time, I don't regret having stayed the course that I have professionally, because I think that my learning is, is that there can be many temptations and the old grass is greener thought, because sometimes I think humans just have a tendency to look in the negative in their current situation, what isn't good. Um, and they may miss all the benefits of where they currently are thinking that somewhere else is better. And it could very well be, in my particular case, again, again, with the benefit of hindsight, I made the right decisions in doing what I've done. I am most proud of myself for leaving the legal profession. It's something I worked towards for nine years. I went to undergraduate and then I took a night law school program. It was a hard, tough journey, but to come to the realization that it was not something that personally fulfilled me it was, it was hard. It was uh, somewhat depressing, I have to admit. And I'll say that the most important, one of the most important things that I've learned, Cameron, is ensuring that the morals and values of the company that you work for, that the people that surround you align with your own. Mm -hmm. Because that, for me, has been one of the 
the most um, the things that that just sort of provided that confirmation to me that I made the right choice because I've surround I've had the benefit of working with really smart people who shared my values, and I really enjoyed working with. So cool. I think that's a very important consideration when I look back on my career is to say, yeah, I liked it because I liked the people. I liked the organization. It treated me fairly. It shared my values. Yeah, that that's so great, Eric. You know, we had a very good, uh, candid discussion as we were preparing for the podcast, and it was really on faith and spirituality. And I really, really enjoyed the conversation that we had. And um, in this book, I share um, really a lot about my faith journey um, throughout, you know, uh, my my career journey and, and how that impacted me. Um, so how has faith and spirituality been a part of your journey in life so far? Well, I will have to admit, this is one of the areas that you have taught me because I really hadn't thought about it much, Cameron. It really hadn't been a force, a factor. While I had grown up with faith, it hadn't uh, carried into my professional life only until points in times where I felt that I needed um, a higher power. I needed God. Did I draw upon that power, but it really had to do with you. And that while we hadn't talked about it openly, I recognized that spirituality of faith really guided you and whether that's something that could benefit me. And I, and as I sit here today, I wouldn't say that it's a, a, a very strong part of what guides me, but it is an aspect that does. And that is much more than it has in the past because you've opened my eyes to spirituality and leadership. And what I've learned is sort of faith and trust. And if you do the right thing, and if it feels right here, it's probably the right thing. And similarly, if you're in a work environment or a company or looking at an opportunity that doesn't feel right here, that doesn't align with who you are, which in many cases is uh, what you believe in, uh, spirituality and otherwise, may not be the right fit for you. And if it's maybe not, it probably is a path that you should explore you know, you should look at something different. Really appreciate, you know, your openness and transparency with, with that topic. Cause I know it's something that we've never talked about, I think during the last 15 years. So it was really awesome to, to hear, hear your viewpoints and just have a candid conversation on it. So I really, really appreciate your openness on that. And if I can look back, I, you know, my mother is very religious. I was raised Roman Catholic. I went to, um, Catholic schools growing up, to college, even to parts of university. And it's something that I'm revisiting in my life. And as I'm at this point in my career, and as I have a son, I'm thinking that, you know, I, faith should play a greater role in my life. Eric, so you wrote the forward of um, my book, Navigation and Discovery. And when this book idea came to me, I'm like, I can't do it without Eric Kietela writing the forward for the book. Um, you know, it's a very meaningful forward. When I saw the first draft, um, it it made me reflect on our relationship over the years. And, um, you know, the last 10, 15 years have been uh, a real journey, having you always a phone call, text away, uh, which has meant a lot, especially when, when I worked for the company that we worked for then. Um, I think it's, you've you've made a lot of impact on my life and um 
you know, and also my family recognizes that too. You know, you know, my mom and dad and my sister, and they they recognize the impact that you've made um, in in my career journey. So now looking looking onto this book, um, why should someone read this book? Well, number one, I'm flattered by the, the comments and the the offer to be able to write the forward. And it's really caused me to look back on a relationship. And it's been healthy for me in that regard, because as I mentioned many times, it's a mutual benefit. It's mm -hmm. I've learned a lot from you. And um, I think that's something that many people fail to do today is to look back and sort of reflect and to see from their past or from the experiences of people around them, what should they do differently? So I think it's very important to be able to have that moment of pause and just go back and think. I think somebody should read this book in order to gain insight from others. I think I mentioned it in the forward in that looking around and learning from others is a very efficient way to get what you want in life. Many, it's all too often that we need to figure things out as individuals without the benefit of help. When decisions are so important, such as what to do with one's professional life, look at the, the experiences of others and maybe your peer groups, because your peer groups are people who likely share morals, values, spirituality with you. And if they've been able to reach or attain a certain level of happiness, you could probably gain some insight in terms of how you may be able to experience the same by looking at their failures, their successes, their journey, um, and to be able to not have to make some of the mistakes that they did. Well, thank you, Eric, for this discussion. I've, I've found this very interesting and valuable and really a time of reflection, I think, for the both of us to, to come to where we have in, in recording this podcast. Um, yeah, thank you again for writing the forward. And I really hope those listening um, can really learn from this relationship that Eric and I have had over the years and that you go out and find uh, mentors out there that, you know, you're going to have mentors there that are going to be there just for a season, but you find those lifelong mentors. And I, I call Eric and myself, we're, we're good friends now too. And we learn from each other. And um, it also takes a lot of intentionality too. It's not a one-way street. It's it's both ways when you're talking about a mentee and mentee, mentor mentee relationship. So Eric, thank you again for your time and your busy schedule. I know this is your your first podcast, so I would say you did a superb job. Um, and uh, thank you for opening up on on the topic of faith and spirituality. I think that's that's very valuable. And um, and pre-order your copy. Uh, of Navigation and Discovery, A Path of Navigating and Discovering Through Your Journey of Faith. You can get your copy today at CameronSingBook.com. Eric, again, thank you so much for your time. Hey, thank you, Cameron. And I very much appreciated being on your journey to date and what the future holds. Well, I really hope you enjoyed the first episode of my brand new podcast, Navigation and Discovery with Cameron Singh. Um, I really hope you were able to gather uh, a lot of good lessons from my discussion with my mentor, my longtime mentor and friend, Eric, and uh, hope that you're able to, to gather something that you can take 
uh, away from this interview. Um, I know it was, it was a lot about reflecting on our mentor-mentee relationship, but um, yeah, I, I really hope that you're able to gather and, and apply this to, to wherever you're at in your journey of navigation and discovery. One of the things I would encourage you to do is, is lean into who are your mentors that you're surrounded by? Are you surrounded by good mentors? Um, you want to find a, one thing that I've found very useful is having a good variety of mentors, some within your organization that you're in and some outside of the organization. And then you're also going to have different opinions, different viewpoints, and that way you're able to make your own decision. Because one thing I found early on is I had one mentor and so all my decision making was skewed into one direction because I wasn't getting other viewpoints and once I started to gather additional viewpoints um, I started making better decisions on my own and decisions that I wanted to make and no one was helping me or helping me lean to one side or the other um, so I really hope that you you really learn from this mentor-mentee relationship and I hope that you can find something similar to this and have those long-time mentors and the reality is some mentors are going to be there for a season in your life and uh, some are just going to phase out and you're going to find new mentors at different seasons of your life but I really hope that this added value to you where you're at in in your journey of life and your career and um, catch us on the next episode where I'm going to bring on another special guest where they share their story and hope that you can learn from their story as well. And speaking of stories, um, if you want to learn about more about my story, um, I recently wrote a book, Navigation and Discovery. So the theme is very similar to uh, the podcast. You can find more information about my upcoming book, uh, Cameron Singh. Dot com. Again, my website is CameronSing.com and you'll find out more information about my upcoming book and how you can uh, get a copy of your, your own. Uh, thank you again for listening in to the first episode of A Navigation and Discovery and uh, we will catch you on the next episode with another great interview.